Welcome to the Digital Joe Podcast, where you'll learn tips, tricks, and strategies to grow your local business using social media and digital marketing. Let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Digital Joe Podcast, the show for business owners that want to grow their company with social media. This is episode number 21. I hope this episode finds you well amidst all the craziness that's happening in the world right now. Wishing you nothing but the best for you, your friends, your family, and your business. In this week's episode, I sat down with Charlotte Guernsey. Charlotte is a serial entrepreneur. No, she doesn't make breakfast cereal. She loves building businesses. She is the owner of a real estate company, a bridal boutique, a wedding venue. She does everything under the sun and... She also does digital marketing for her businesses. She's somebody that likes to get into the trenches and test things. And we're going to talk about her experience in working with digital marketing and how it's helped her grow as a business owner and her businesses as well. And before we dive into the interview, because I want to get right into it, if you need help with video marketing or social media in the Hudson Valley, New York area, please visit us at vivocreative.com. Net. We are here for you, no matter what's going on in the world. Now, without any further ado, here is Charlotte Guernsey. All right. So my guest on the Digital Joe podcast today is Charlotte Guernsey. Charlotte, thank you so much for joining me in your office, actually. Thank you, Joe, for for offering to do this. Yeah. So um, real quick, just for everybody listening and watching, just quickly tell everybody who you are, what you do. Okay, well, I own a few businesses, Gatehouse Realty, which I started about 20 years ago, and also Lamb's Hill, which we have a wedding venue and a bridal shop, and then um, an equestrian suite that we rent out on Airbnb. My husband has his own business, but that's pretty much what I manage on a day-to-day basis. Right, so... As you know, on this show, we try to help other business owners grow their business with online marketing, social media, things like that. And that's uh, within the last couple of years, you've kind of gotten really hands on with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm muddling through it um, thanks to you your advice on some of that, but it's, it's constantly changing and it's time consuming and it's hard to figure out, you know, we're constantly trying to figure out how do we move products? You know, how do we find a buyer for our house? Target marketing, um, certain, you know, clientele that we're trying to get here. So it's, it's constantly trying something and then the analytics change. And so with, with like 20 different businesses that you're working on, I, I, it's like there, there's, you have a lot of prongs. You have a lot of things kind of in the fire here. And um, let's kind of take a step back. Is there anything other than digital that you typically use to promote your businesses as a whole? Or have you kind of gone all in on the, the digital side? Well, I, you know, print is kind of passe, for, but we still do it just for parts of it. But it's interesting when we do the digital for the social media for a real estate listing, um, the advertising that we've done, we've been a little disappointed to be honest because we're finding we get a lot of bots and I don't know if it's just for like Facebook trying to say we're giving you a lot of leads, but actually those end up from my experience so far. So I try to put myself in a position of a consumer. If I'm looking for real estate, where am I going to go? I'm probably going to go to Zillow or Trulia or something like that. Mm-hmm. Type in Beacon, whatever, and start there. So we've shifted our focus on advertising a little bit more on that avenue okay. than Facebook. But like, and for the wedding dress shop, it's the same thing. If I'm in the market for buying a wedding dress, I'm going to Google 
nearest wedding dress shop near me. So I, we, we've shifted a lot on mm-hmm. advertising on Google, which has worked. Um, when we want to promote our trunk shows or stuff like that, we still do Facebook, and it's great for branding mm-hmm. and the and dress of the week and stuff like that. So it gets people's attention, and I think like it lets people know you're there before they know you need them. And we get a lot of referrals, so people tell people that. But I think also it's great for... Um, for businesses who don't, who are selling something that people don't know they need. So for example, I'm going through my feed all the time and Spanx comes up, these cute leggings. <laughs> I have like, no idea those what cute. those are. I have no idea what Spanx <laughs> I'm are. Like these are really cute. You know, next day, all right, let me click on it. Next day, uh, finally I bought them. They got me mm-hmm. and I loved them. And now I have seven of them, but that's something that I didn't know I needed that, you know? And it the, came up in my feed and now, you know, you they sold it to me. You hit on an interesting point, though. You said it came up, you watched it, right. and then it came up again and you watched it and then it came up again. And you were like, all right, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't even like that first, second or third time that somebody that, that you went and bought. It actually took a little bit yeah. of time. Um, and that and that, I think, is really one of the best ways to utilize social advertising. It's not trying to get. Yeah, you can try to get that that one sale right out right out of the gate. Right. But that's often really hard to get. You're trying to find that exact person that needs what you're offering right now today. And there's some things that we can do targeting wise that we can funnel down like who exactly we want to target. But but that the Spanx did actually a really good testament to advertising properly on there because right. they took you through the process. And I'm sure they funneled down to me. You probably don't get Spanx in your B-roll, in your role there. If, if I if, if I did, I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. Um, but but that's that's one of the best ways to actually use social is to kind of guide guide the customer through that journey. And um, so so we find that it's never that first time that somebody sees something yeah. that they buy. It always takes a little bit of time. So I, you know, I hear this all the right. time. I hear, I ran a Facebook ad and it didn't work. I boosted a post and it didn't work. And it's like, did you have that experience when you first started with using online ads? Like I tried something and it didn't work. And- Absolutely. Like I said, we're really frustrated with the real estate, you know, right. and there's a lot of fair housing rules that we have to follow anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're a little bit more restricted. Um, but it is, it's good for some things, but I think like having um, just your feed in general look consistent and uniform is important. So we have a whole schedule. And again, it's time consuming. So I've got uh, three different staff members who do this and post every day. You know, we do set up um, buffer scheduled. Mm-hmm. You did some good clips on how to schedule your posts. I yep. saw that. Thank yep. you. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's important to do and it's important to stay consistent because like you said, you need to keep reminding people who you are and that you're there and and that's part of the dress of the week that we do. Mm-hmm. It's this, the constant branding, but I think like we are trying to capture a new customer. A lot of them will also go to Google and so it's it's important to do everything if you can. Yeah. Do you, do you find that switching to the internet, you've been able to actually like has your budget been able to go further since you went online as opposed to doing a lot of the traditional stuff like the print just with the costs rising on print and traditional digital always seems to be the thing that people can afford to do several different things yeah well enough definitely um i mean the wedding dress shop we've only really been in business for three years so it's been mainly digital we do some magazine things here and there um certainly with the real estate since i've been doing that 20 years um, and now, you know, we look, okay, we can do a Wall Street Journal ad. It's going to cost us two grand. How much stuff can we do online? Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. 
Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that, and that's got a, such a short shelf life. One day, you know. Yeah, and if you don't get the eyeballs, the it's your right. SOL, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that so, that dollar that dollar can go a lot huge. further. And it, like you said, it's changing constantly. So it's it's really been an amazing journey. The the one thing I wanted to ask was if you can recall like a, a a recent success that you've had with an online campaign, whether it's for the dress shop or the real estate business or the venue, where have you seen the biggest like the biggest return, the biggest bang for your buck or or like something that's really kind of popped for you and said, We have to keep doing this? You know, that's interesting. Um, the equestrian suite, we actually, it has its own Instagram page and we do um, paid advertising through uh, Facebook and we throw just a little bit of money behind it, but it gets people to go to our Airbnb page and it books and, you know, it's a lot of cute videos of donkeys. So of course people like that. And uh, so that's something I didn't expect to get any return off of and we have. Interesting. So, um, so just so, just so people know, so it's an equestrian seat suite that you Airbnb yeah. weekends, nights, whatever, whatever it might yeah. be, and you use Facebook ads targeting people that are into that kind of thing, that kind of style, and they're booking yeah. through ads. Right. We're pushing them to the Airbnb site. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's like a that's a direct response. Like, yeah, it's like we're putting out an ad. We get a we get a booking, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of like a one to one. That's really good. Um, do you have anything like in in kind of like the higher side of the funnel? Like maybe talk a little bit about the like. So you're obviously a client of ours. We do your dress of the week videos. That's a little bit more of like higher level advertising to to girls that have recently been engaged. And um, can you talk about that? Like how did that kind of come to be and what, what sorts of things are you seeing from something like that? Like a higher level branding type campaign. That's a consistent campaign. Yeah. I think um, the way that I follow how that's going is the amount of appointments we're getting booked every week. So that's something that we watch and we continue to grow and it hasn't been in total isolation. So we're doing a whole bunch of different things, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing that and then, um, other Facebook ads and, you know, so it's hard to know exactly what one thing does cause you've, yeah. you've got a whole, con- but I'm, I'm sure you, I mean, you see the back end numbers, so you tell me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, again, it's about, it's about building those audiences and taking those people through, you know, taking your prospective client through that, through that kind of journey. And as time goes on, we're going to dive deeper and deeper into those audiences and build more direct response type of campaigns from that. So, um, the point is, is that the, the, these platforms like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, Twitter, things like that, they work on both ends you can you can brand and you can sell and we've done a recent episode on that actually with another guest that we had so do you do you find that do you find that you're able to get the message out there to as many people as you possibly can to get them to know who you are affordably and then also be able to sell to them on the same exact platform yeah absolutely so um so as the business owner you're you're in the trenches right like you're yeah. actually like a lot of the stuff you're actually doing like you're very hands on and as I know, a lot of businesses that are starting to get more involved in digital marketing and social media and paid advertising, stuff like that, they kind of like need to get their hands dirty and understand it. Yeah. Like what kind of advice can you give somebody that's just starting out that this is there's so much information out there and wh- where do you think they should start? Like where what should they focus on? I mean, probably start with your Instagram and Facebook pages and what they look like and being consistent and um, figuring out what time, the best times to post uh, once or twice a day. You don't want to overdo it. So um, 
that would be the first thing. And then like what what you helped us do with dress of the week is create that, you know, you're getting people not just to follow us, but to go to the website so you could re-advertise to them. So having someone kind of guide you into how to create that funnel, mm. I think is uh, very important once you really start to get down to it. Like what, what's your actual goal here? Yeah. How, how important is it though? So like getting the help is, is always good. Right. And it obviously it doesn't have to be us. Like that's obviously what we do for a living, but, but how important is knowing the platforms and understanding Facebook and Instagram? Like, does that help you market better? Even when you're working with somebody, do you have a, does having a better understanding of it help you at all? Um, I mean, I would think so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, like it, you know, you, you don't, I don't, I don't like when, I don't like when, business owners buy things that they don't understand, right? So I I was always, you know, if I was ever selling something, I never want to sell something to somebody that they don't 100% understand. And I feel like a lot of times with digital marketers, they'll go in and they'll sell things kind of over the client's head. So, you know, so do you feel like it's having that knowledge kind of not, not gives you an upper hand, but gives you a little bit more of an edge to know like what's real, what's not, that kind of a thing? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Since we do, we've done a lot of it in-house through our own staff. So understanding Facebook ads manager and, and who our market is, you know, we come up with all of our own content. So, um, and that's something that's kind of hard to outsource because we've talked about it. It's like, you would have to come take a bunch of pictures and you know, it's kind of like, right. (laughs) I know. So that's part of the time consuming part, but we're in it all the time. We're at the bridal shop. I'm at the venue, obviously. So, um, it's our listing. So it's just as easy to create that schedule and get them posted so I you know I understand a little bit Mm -hmm. and then I think it goes over my head with the analytics that are constantly changing and creating the funnels and technical things like that and I'm sure there's a lot more that I don't know that's out there and and again it's like every day it's something yeah there's because it's like you said it changes all the time like Facebook can implement a change or Instagram can adopt a change and it's like we got to redo everything that we've done or relearn things. Um, But in the beginning, you kind of said, you talked a little bit about like testing things, like trying things and testing things. How important is that with social media in in particular? So important. I mean, so so we do test ads. We'll run ads against each other and see how they do. And then we'll learn from that and we'll do, you know, we'll carry on whatever success we're having and push it another level. And so it's, it is really interesting. Um, but there's yeah, there's definitely a lot to it. Some owners get afraid when we hear when they hear us talking about testing ads against each other, uh-huh. like because the word testing sounds like, do you really know what you're doing? And it's like we have to explain that we're not really we're not we have a good idea of how things are going to go. We have a pretty good idea of how things are going to go, but until you actually run it. Right. You don't know. You don't know how the audience is going to react to your creative. You don't know what those results are going to be. You will know pretty quickly after things get rolling. We know fairly quickly. But I think the benefit to this, at least, and we're talking about Facebook and Instagram ads, is that the cost to do them yeah. is still incredibly underpriced. So testing is not necessarily a negative thing. Am I right? Like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's very cost effective. And why not try two different ways to do something and see what works better? I mean, the whole point is to move your product. So it's out there in two different ways. And then Mm -hmm. you learn which way kind of was more engaging. 
So we learn all the time. Like sometimes we'll put out, you know, we'll put out two or three ads against each other and we're like, this one's going to kill it. We know this one's going to be the one. And it's like, and it's completely the opposite of what we think is going to happen. But if you don't test, you don't know. I know. Right. So, and again, like it's, it's super cost effective to, to be able to test things against each other. And look, and it's nice because you can just pick your budget, you know? It's you control budget. it. You yeah, control I know. it. There's so much you control, especially for like the wedding dress shop. I mean, to be able to control women and age group and just got engaged and their interests. And that's great. I mean, you can't do that with print. No, not, not really. At all. And you also can't test ads against each other in print as well. Like right. that's so that's the other thing, too. Like a lot of a lot of owners that come from the traditional advertising world, like the traditional marketing world is we're going to spend a lot of money on making this TV spot or this print ad and we're going to run this for 13 weeks and then we're going to see what happens. Right. And it's like, you're putting all your eggs into one very expensive basket that you're not really sure if it's going to work. Meanwhile, in 48 hours, if you see that it's not working, turn it off and try something else. Like, and, and, and you're not out tens of thousands of dollars. You're out $15. And we've done that. We did that recently with a real estate. Um, we put a video up and it wasn't working as well. So we switched to a carousel, which was performing better. So just, you know, but being able to do that and having that control is like huge. It's really, it's groundbreaking because we've just never had this before. People that have been in business a while aren't like, this is so new, even though it's not new anymore. I mean, it's been around for five, 10 years now. It's still new to a lot of the traditional, like a lot of the traditional marketers that get into that, you know, we're going to run this. I mean, and and everyone has a phone in their hands and they're constantly looking at their feed. So. I mean, if the giants are doing, Spanx is doing it. All the giants are doing it. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the best arguments that I've heard for advertising on Facebook and Instagram. And I know we're we're harping on Facebook and Instagram a little bit. Is um, one of my favorite marketers, Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Famous marketer. He says that uh, when people tell him that you know he, they don't think that Facebook can sell their product, people think that Facebook can single handedly bring down our democracy. <laughs> Why do you think it can't sell lipstick or wedding dresses or cars? If it's powerful enough to do that, you're just using it wrong. If you can't, if you're not getting it to do what, what it, what you want it to do. So I think like the, you know, some of the biggest takeaways here to wrap, to wrap up are testing things. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Get your hands dirty. Yes. Dive in. (laughs) It's nothing to be afraid of. It's, it's a lot of fun. It can be very challenging and interesting as well. And anybody can do it, right? Like it's not anybody can do it. You can spend go on YouTube. Like if yes. if you have a, <laughs> I've learned a lot on YouTube, right? Like yeah. if you need if you need to know how to run an Instagram story ad, like go on YouTube. Right. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And even when you run the ads, it's not going to be that crazy, right? It's you not, set your budget. Sometimes we've we've done five dollars for something, and you get something out of it. Yeah, <laughs> you get a lot of views. You know, and it helps, especially when we have clients that we have to answer to, like in our real estate business, they want to know what we're doing. And then, then we can easily say, okay, here's how many impressions we got. Here's how many views we got. Here's how many direct links we got. Here's how many yeah. leads we got this week. So yeah. it's hard to do that with print or with it's anything else, really. Impossible. Yeah, it's, so. it's literally impossible. Um, if uh, do, anything else that you want to add, like if any other little tidbits or any pieces of knowledge that you want to drop on a business owner that's listening right now that's like, I'm afraid to do Facebook ads. I'm afraid to post on my Instagram profile. I've never done anything, like anything. I mean, you've got nothing to lose, really. So just get out there and uh, do it. Yeah. Um, If people want to get in touch with you, 
you can rattle off some of the 15 different places that they can reach you at. But yeah, how, how do you want people to get in touch with you if they want, if they need help with real estate or just want to rent so a real question estate, suite? Yep, is uh, we're in Beacon and uh, the bridal shop, Lambsdale Bridal Boutique, also in Beacon. And our venue is Lambsdale Venue, which is uh, near Mount Beacon. And the equestrian suites, um, best, easiest way is probably just to find our Instagram tag, equestrian suite. Awesome. Yeah, you can check out our little donkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the donkey pictures work. They do. People love that. I mean, I mean, Debbie, who's in charge of my Instagram for that, says that performs the best. There you go. And yeah, the horses and the donkeys, especially the videos of them. So we give them what they want. <laughs> and it works and it turns into business. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and amazing. it's fun. Isn't it? Yeah. It's actually fun to do this, right? It used to be kind of like boring. Right. You could be so creative. That's what I would suggest to, to business owners. Like, go ahead. Like, what is it that drives your passion? Think of yourself from the consumer point of view. Why are they going to want your products or your service? And, you know, think of it in that way and come up with an idea that you're passionate about. Nice. And people will watch. They definitely will because they're they're definitely out there. Um, well, Charlotte Guernsey, follow her. Gatehouse Realty, Lambs Hill Bridal Boutique, Lambs Hill Venue, Equestrian Suite, just on Instagram. You'll find... You'll find me, my videos, doing <laughs> construction projects on the side. <laughs> everything, everything. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Really appreciate it. And uh, Offering, you're asking me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we'll see you next okay. time. Bye.